Tonight I'd like to elaborate a little bit about the uh, teaching on loving-kindness. It's a very central teaching uh, from the Buddha. And the first thing I think of, though, is that this is, this is not a quality that we create. It is an intrinsic quality. That uh, when Bonnie described last night that loving-kindness, um, she described them as the Brahma-viharas or the divine abodes. They're also called the immeasurable qualities. They have no limits. And they are really just the natural expression of a mind that is awake and open. You've maybe heard the expression before, attention brings affection. When our mind is in some ways free of its preoccupations, when we're actually right there with what's happening, there is a a connecting and that connection leads to a, a caring. And that's what happens with each other. That's what happens when our mind is a little bit more open we just naturally start to feel this kind of moisture flow from the heart. As many of you uh, probably touched into a little bit uh, today and in the last few days. And when that, when that uh, feeling opens up and it meets another person, it expresses itself as metta, as, as loving kindness. When it meets pain, that same feeling, that openness of heart, that clarity of mind, it resonates with the feeling of compassion. And when it meets, when it meets someone who's in a condition of happiness, we're able to join with that and we're happy that somebody's happy. And as it widens, as our lens widens and is more open, it becomes very sky-like, very open. You know how the sky is impartial. It, it welcomes and includes everything. So that's the quality of equanimity, a kind of impartial love that can hold uh, the joys and the sorrows, hold all kinds of things in it. But it all, the foundation is that affectionate heart that flows from being conscious. And the Buddha said, this is really what we're, what we're doing here. And I'll read you his famous sutra called the Metta Sutta. This is what should be done by those who are skilled in goodness and who know the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm, wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove. Wishing in gladness and in safety, may all beings be at ease Whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none. The great or the mighty, medium, short or small, 
the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upward to the skies, downward to the depths, outward and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one having clarity of vision, being freed from all sense desires, is not born again into the world of suffering. So as we release through the moment-to-moment mindfulness practice, the natural face of that is, is love. In fact, these two things, loving-kindness and mindfulness, are not different. There is so much awareness, mindfulness in love, in a moment of love, and so much love and acceptance, as Bonnie said last night, in a moment of mindfulness. What I'd like to do to begin tonight is to bring this feeling of attention together with the experience of loving-kindness, what one teacher called kindfulness. And we will, we will bring, and I think it's appropriate after two days of practice, we will bring this kindfulness, uh, we will direct it uh, toward our body to start with. And we'll end the uh, bringing loving-kindness to this body that's gone through a lot already in this life, in this retreat. And then we'll drop, drop in some of the phrases that Bonnie spoke of. And then we'll, we can either bring to mind, I'll give you the option to bring to mind that benefactor who you considered last night or another one. Or tonight we'll also include a beloved friend if you'd like to bring them into your field of of loving attention. And all the while we are, we are not necessarily creating the feeling of loving kindness. We are using our conceptual mind with the phrases to tap in to that intrinsic goodwill that we have and just reminding ourselves to, to let it shine instead of the opposite tendency of mind is to, is to, um, to feel uh, ill will. Uh, contentiousness, as Mark used tonight, reactivity. This is the purification of the, of the quality of ill will and aversion. And so it's not uncommon also that when you start to practice loving kindness, you may feel murderous, intensely aversive. And this is actually uh, a sign that the, well, it's a sign not the sign, but it is a sign that the practice is doing its work of bringing to the surface that which, uh, uh, which 
obscures that beautiful heart quality that, um, that is your birthright. So our first act of loving kindness tonight, as Bonnie did last night, is to find the most comfortable posture you can. One that, if there is one at this point, one that you can luxuriate in. And for those of you who feel somewhat stressed in your body, I'd like to invite you, if, if needed, to uh, lie on your back. If you're, obviously, you'll be able to stay more alert if you're sitting up, but... Once you've found your relatively comfortable posture, settle in as though the, the support of the earth, its own kind of loving support to your sitting body. Silence that surrounds you, the space that surrounds you, silent support to body with loving kindness. Very gently guide your attention to the hair, the head, your head resting easily on your neck, just to your head area. Begin to glide or guide your attention along the contours of your face, feeling your forehead and your eye sockets. Eyes and cheeks, jaw, mouth and lips. Feeling as though each gentle movement of your attention along the contours of your face is like a caress of loving kindness. Sensing lovingly the skin and the bones of your face this unique expression of life that is your your body bringing gentle attention to the top of your head lovingly gliding along your hair and sensing your scalp and the bones of your skull each gentle movement of your attention along the top of your head to the back of your head like a caress of kindness. Gliding gently, lovingly down the sides of your head. Lovingly meeting the ears and the ear sockets. 
the whole head is enveloped in a, a loving embrace, the embrace of your loving attention. Loving attention to the the contours of your neck, gliding along your neck, sensing the skin, the flesh and the muscles and the bones of your neck. Loving attention to this neck. Gliding lovingly along your shoulders, sensing the skin and the muscles and the flesh and the bones of your shoulders. Each gentle movement of your attention like a caress of kindness. Lovingly gliding along your arms, cascading all the way down your arms, along your biceps and elbows, forearms, wrists and hands, down to the tips of the fingers. Dancing with love and appreciation, the skin of the arms, muscles, the bones of the arms and the hands. Amazing body. Graced with loving attention, loving kindness. Pressing the back with loving kindness along the curve of the spine. In the flesh, the muscles and the bones of the back. Down to the sacrum area. While you're in the neighborhood lovingly attending to caressing the buttocks. its bones, and seeing the skin, the flesh, the muscles, the bones of the back and the rear. Lovingly meeting the front body, the throat area, heart area, the chest, belly, solar plexus, genital area. Sensing lovingly the skin, the flesh, muscles, bones and organs, the front body. Each gentle movement of your attention along the 
front body like a caress of kindness. Pressing lovingly the thighs with your attention, the knees, the shins, the calves, ankles and feet down to the tips of the toes. Sensing the skin, flesh, muscles, the bones of the legs and feet that carry us. Until you feel the whole body enveloped in the field of loving kindness, of loving attention. Into this field of loving attention, we drop the words that express our universal desire, that which joins all of us, the desire to be happy, free of suffering. Gently drop the words, may I be safe, safe and protected. Inner and outer harm. Safe with myself. Safe with others. happy and peaceful. Not consider this as something far away, but something I can connect with. That means here, the happiness of peace. Happiness of being conscious. May I be happy and peaceful. Healthy and strong. Accept my limitations with grace. Kindness, compassion. My heart be at ease.
well. Heart be touched by loving kindness, loving attention. And possible, may I accept myself just the way I am. Just to add a few elements to the loving kindness, although you can feel free to just repeat these phrases and let them spread out into this build of loving kindness. Add a few other elements. If you've been particularly hard on yourself today or self-critical, reflected on on harm that you may have caused. Expectations about yourself that have not been realized. To drop into the middle of this field of loving attention Lots of acceptance and forgiveness. It's okay that I'm not perfect. Okay that I make mistakes and that I've made mistakes. Okay that I'm still learning. Give myself. If you've had a particularly difficult and painful day, to let your loving-kindness turn to compassion while wishing. You can even say inwardly, I care about my suffering. May I be free of suffering. of suffering. Feel free to 
Drop in the phrases, may I feel safe and protected, healthy and strong, happy and peaceful. Stay with yourself if you wish, but if you feel to bring someone else to mind into this field of loving kindness, imagine or sense, hold them in your heart. And to radiate that same wish that you have for yourself as I want to be happy and peaceful. Safe. Healthy. I want self-acceptance filled with loving kindness. May you be happy. peaceful, and feel safe in this world from inner and outer harm. That benefactor, beloved friend, close, Radiate that love, that friendliness, that well-wishing that you have for yourself. Rest their being with your loving attention. Precious. This is what should be done for those who are still.
last minutes of the practice. And very gently, lovingly beyond ourselves and our nearest and dearest, everyone in this room who you've been sitting with, who has supported your practice in these last days. Everyone here into that field of loving attention. Create silently a heartfelt wish for every person here. Happy and peaceful. Happiness of peace. Feel safe with yourself. Safe with others. We have danger. Health and strength. Have the serenity to accept your limitations. Hearts be touched by loving kindness. That love, that field of love back, loving attention back to this body that sits here without which we could not feel this connection. Feeling of loving kindness. This body be at ease.
Before we shift to a few minutes of questions, I uh, wanted to read you the a classical list of the benefits of metta. People who practice metta, loving kindness, sleep peacefully, wake peacefully, dream peaceful dreams, people love them, angels love them, angels will protect them, poisons and weapons and fire don't harm them, their faces are clear, their minds are serene, they die unconfused, and when they die, their rebirth is in heavenly realms. Can't think of a, a better seed to plant in this creative field of possibility that every moment is. It's, you know, whatever you seed you plant, you will become very good at. Why not loving kindness? Have any questions tonight about anything you noticed in this practice or in the practice in general? Any of the teachings that have been offered? Feel free to ask all of us. All the way in the back. I have to put on my glasses so I can see. Yes, guidance for coming out of the, of the sitting. You know, I, I don't know if you heard a few times when I've been in the hall, I, I encouraged the, everyone in the room to notice the sound of the bell. And when the sound of the bell faded, notice the intention to open the eyes, notice the experience of opening your eyes. So be mindful of that. Be aware of seeing. You've got a wider view. Be aware of seeing, and then be aware of any other movements that you make. So there really is no break in the flow of attention. So that it's not such a uh, stark contrast, so it doesn't feel like it's a, a break or something's ended. It's just a, a, different, um, a different field of, of attention. Does that speak to your question? I can't see you very well. I'm wants to. Yeah, I, I really think the most simple answer is don't stop. Yeah, continuity is really our dear friend and just you know understanding what what a great opportunity we have here when are all of our basic needs going to be taken care of for us to do the practice with this much focus and intention one thing um, I was thinking about today that we haven't mentioned is noticing um, intentions remember we used to always be 
How come we don't give that instruction anymore? We should do more on after the... Fourth or fifth day, yes. Because there'll be a little, it's almost like a little buzz, a little energy buzz where you'll actually see the intention to stand up, see the intention. Uh, I mean, you could even see the intention to take every step. That might be a little bit too subtle. It's a very subtle thing. But if you could just wait and see the intention to do bigger things, like the intention to stand up, the intention to start walking, to open a door or that actually is uh, one thing for me anyway that allows me to really stay connected in a very focused way. And it's an interesting sensation and intention. It's like a little buzz. It's not really a thought. Sometimes it's a thought, but it's a really interesting thing to take a look at. That's a way to really sharpen continuity once encouraged me to notice in the in-between periods what I did with my hands. And it was a revelation. How many unconscious little hand movements, but then being able to be actually quite present for turning door handles or faucets. And it just enlivened the, the mindfulness so much that it, it was actually... Um, quite alive and vivid. and So our life is right here in these little transitions that are happening all the time. And it's so easy to miss to just be on automatic pilot. So really, we want you to just drink from every moment because there is no more precious moment than the one that you're experiencing. But our habit is, as Mark was talking about, is to be, is to Jumping ahead, toppling forward, craving the next. Take your time. I don't know if Mark said this, but the reason we go to and fro in our formal walking is to remind ourselves we're not going anywhere. Point is to arrive, right? Right here. here then here please may I be loved what were my understanding of this? You know, um, metta or loving kindness, this practice is uh, really good for a number of different things. And one thing is, one way that you can think about these energy systems that we are is that we have all of these, um, we have these forces that w are working within us, these forces. Some forces are very benevolent and are productive of uh, really excellent karma and excellent outcomes. And the Buddha was pretty clear about positive mental qualities like uh, these um, divine abodes, these immeasurables, and the paramis, other really positive, beautiful qualities are um, 
productive of very positive things that happen. And when we embody that, you know, when we build these forces in us, those are the conditions for love to happen. You know, those are the conditions, those are, those are the causes of love to happen. So we can ask to be loved, but what is probably a more useful and uh, efficient thing is to create the conditions for love to, for us to be loved. Does that make sense? A shortcut. Well, you know, for me, you could just totally love yourself. Be intimate with yourself. I love... Nowadays, I'm understanding love is like this profound intimacy. You know, what were you going to say? I forgot. What what did you make small today? The the, the physical adjustments. Mm-hmm. Smaller the adjustments, the easier it was to let go of the the pain or contraction. <laughs> well, yeah, I can totally relate to giving. I don't know if everyone heard him. He he wanted to know about offering mindfulness to his children, and and he realizes when offering sensual pleasures like ice cream, etc., to a three-year-old, it's in some ways it goes in the in the face of this understanding of dukkha that. The, that attachment to sense pleasures leads to more dissatisfaction, to more dependency on pleasure for our sense of well-being and how to, how to navigate that terrain. When you figure it out, tell me. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I think that the, just my own response just from being a parent is that I think modeling a wise relationship with pleasures. Pleasures are part of this world. Without them, we shrivel and die. We become, uh, we become rigid. We turn into fundamentalists when we deny ourselves. And remember that this is, and Bonnie mentioned this, this is a middle way. 
between indulgence and denial or, or repression. And, and that y- you as a parent, have, if you have wise understanding and you have a good relationship with, the, with dukkha uh, and with the world of, of pleasure, then y- you'll give, be giving a transmission to your child. Heart to heart, mind to mind. It's, it's magic. We're doing it all day. We're sharing. We're sharing mind streams right now. And uh, our, our understanding. So I have no doubt that if you, the more, more, it's a great motivation for practice to, uh, to not be in any way the cause of harm to your child. To the extent possible, given that we all have greed, hatred, and delusion. If we don't have all three of those, you're not one of us. Yes, another meaning of metta being radical acceptance. Yeah, that's why it's the exact same as mindfulness. That they are not really different. When you meet something and are with it just as it is, that is a form of radical acceptance. You know, it, it, one can be, can, can make this acceptance into something, you know, we use that expression, radical acceptance, it can be, uh, make it kind of romantic or dramatic. But it really, it's, radical acceptance is really so simple. It's just in some ways meeting your experience, em- be empty and open and non-contentiously. And yeah, why not? That's a, that's a good word for metta. <laughs> Thank you. You wanna say something? Please. <laughs> this is the flaw in our system. <laughs> they're everywhere. Yes, please, last question or comment. How the sleeping, could you say more about the sleeping mind so I understand? I, going, into going into sleep.
Yes. Yes, our practice intensely affects our sleep. I'll just say from my own experience, and I think it's pretty universal. One of my teachers used to say that, that meditation during the day, when you're meditating during the day, because your mind is a little bit more silent in terms of you're, you're bringing silent attention to this experience that you're having, he called it sleepful waking. But he said sleepful waking is followed by wakeful sleeping. So we tend to have, an, uh, we tend to, in some ways, brush the dust of memory all day long. We're kind of clearing the, clearing the mind just from our kind attention. We're not actually clearing, we're just not feeding anything. So we're, our mind is just letting things come and go and so it quiets. And then we stop at night and our mind relaxes and it opens and then it discharges. And it's, and it's a kind of a lawful process that there is a lot of discharge at night. So it's not surprising. I don't know if in your case, but for many people, they have intense dreams. They uh, have, uh, and often people will start lucid dreaming, you know, feel as though they continue their mindfulness during their dreaming state. So all of that happens. And yet sometimes people have much more deep sleep, quieter sleep. So it goes, goes both ways. I don't know about anything to do about that, but it is a, something that happens for everyone in practice. Thank you so much for your questions. I, do, I would like us to end the evening, at least the formal part of the evening, and I urge all of you who still have any energy to enjoy the late night practice on your own. It is a beautiful, beautiful time to practice. And uh, you'll likely find others in here who, who enjoy the late night and the world quiets down and it's really uh, nice to be, to settle in. And if you have some question about whether you have enough energy, feel free to do a little walking and then come back and sit and Enjoy. But before we do that, I would like us to chant together in Pali, like we did the refuges on the first night. And I'd like to read in English what you'll be chanting so it doesn't just sound like a, an, a, a Pali chant. Essentially, we are chanting by this practice in accord with the Dharma. I honor the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, my mother, my father, my teachers. And then it goes on to say, may all beings, all living things, all creatures, all individuals, all personalities, all females, all males, all others, all noble ones, those who are not nobles, all deities, all humans, all those in unhappy states and circumstances, May they be free from enmity. May they be free from mental suffering. May they be free from physical suffering. May they take care of themselves happily. May they be free from suffering. May they enjoy safety and abundance. May they have their karma or their actions as their true property. May all beings be happy. And then the last part is in Pali, well-spoken. So I will 
do this call and response and you don't have to know it. So this will be the Pali version of it. Himaya Dhammanu, Himaya Dhammanu, Dhamma Patipatiya, Dhamma Patipatiya, Buddham Pujami. Himaya Dhammanu, Dhamma Patipatiya, Dhammam Pujami. Imaya Dhammanu, Dhamma Patipatiya, Sangam Pujami. Imaya Dhammanu, Dhamma Patipatiya, Mata Pitunam Pujami, Mata Pitunam Pujami, Imaya Dhammanu, Dhamma Patipatiya, Acharyanam Pujami, Abe Sata, Sabe Panna, Sabe Buhuta, Sabe Pugala, Sabe Atabawa, Arya Panna, Sabe Tio, Sabe Purisa, Sabe Arya, Sabe Anarya, Sabe Dehiwa, Sabe Manusa, Sabe Winipatika. Sabe Winipatika, ah, where a hon to Apia Paja hon to Apia Paja hon to Aniga hon to Sukiatanam Ariharan to Sukamuchantu Atalada Sampatito Mahigachantu Amasaka Sabe Sata Together, sadhu three times. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.
That means well-spoken, well-spoken, or excellent, excellent. So to me, when I think of practicing together today, well done, well done, excellent, excellent. And as always, we like to consider after a day of practice that um, there have been likely been some benefits from it, some fruits, some goodness, some blessings, um, some, some fruits of our practice. And we consider that if there has been any benefit that we, knowing that we are so interwoven with all beings, we just give it away freely. We give it to ourselves by giving it to all beings. And we give it to all beings, we give it to ourselves. And so we send the blessings of our practice with a deep wish that all beings, not just us, but including us, can have happiness and the causes of happiness, which is virtue and non-harming. And that all beings can be free of suffering and the causes of suffering, which is often non-virtue, causing harm. And a deep wish that all beings can recognize the, the intrinsic happiness of being conscious and never stray away from that natural happiness of being awake. And a deep wish that all beings can grow in serenity and equanimity, being able to meet the dukkha, the, that which is hard to bear, the joys and the sorrows uh, with less reactivity. And a deep wish that our practice today and every day um, is dedicated to the welfare and benefit of all. So may all beings be touched by our practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.